Welcome to the Forward Healing Project. This is a weekly podcast where we acknowledge the challenges and grief experienced with infertility and miscarriage. Through honest and real talk, we will share stories, explore emotions, and seek healing by reclaiming, redefining, and renewing what it means to heal a hopeful heart. Welcome to the Forward Healing Project podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Allen. I am humbled and honored to be a part of your journey and grateful that you are a part of mine. If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm at Forward Healing Project and also Healing Hopeful Hearts. Forward Healing Project is also on Twitter, and you can listen to past episodes on any podcast platform you subscribe with. And of course, any shares and ratings are always appreciated. If you're listening to this in real time, then Mother's Day is this coming Sunday. I wanted to release an episode before Mother's Day. This episode is dedicated to the brokenhearted on Mother's Day. For the women and men that are already dreading going to Mass on that day, please listen on. For the people that have no idea that Mother's Day is a major emotional and spiritual trigger for women and men coping with infertility, miscarriage, loss of a child, and childlessness, please listen on. On the infertility and miscarriage journey, this is the hardest day of the year. And sadly, for those that are dealing with infertility, grieving a miscarriage, or those that are childless, there are a lot of difficult days of the year. Our birthdays are hard. For years, I hated my birthday. It was another year I remained childless, and with each passing year, a reminder my chances were going down. I always thought I was alone in that thinking, but I've come to learn that a lot of women feel the same way. Each year, it feels our chances decrease. Then there's Christmas, watching everyone else's little ones be adorable, and family coming together because of someone else's kids, kids you may never have. Birthdays and holidays are always tough, but nothing is as hard as Mother's Day. If you have children but have lost a little one, you are reminded that not all your children are here. If you lost your own mother, you will struggle on this day. If you're dealing with infertility or childlessness, not by choice, Mother's Day is brutal. It's brutal. It is a sword through the soul, wounds ripped open, and a kick in the teeth. Brutal. It's a day of fighting back tears and slapping on a fake smile so you don't seem selfish or cruel for not celebrating everyone else's state of motherhood. It's not that you don't love your mother or your mother-in-law or that you don't want to honor women that are mothers. We're not monsters. Of course we want to honor all mothers. We all have a mother. We desire to be a mother. We love mothers. It's just that on Mother's Day, you're left alone. Few people remember to honor those that lost little ones, that lost their own mothers, those that long deeply and intensely to become mothers. But Mother's Day is, I have no words really. Each year I think, oh, I'm in a good place. And then Mother's Day. And I'm reminded I still have healing to do. The greatest gift of COVID, not having to go to Mass, to see everyone come together on Mother's Day. (laughs) Thank you, world pandemic, for a year off from the hardest day of the year. Two years ago, I was going to the Saturday vigil because it was a little less painful a little less in your face than Mother's Day Sunday. But I didn't go. Couldn't bring myself to go. And then I thought, I'll go to the 7.30 a.m. 
They won't make the mom stand and ha hand out flowers at 7.30 a.m. Still couldn't go. Then 9 a.m. rolled around. And 11.30. And then noon mass passed. And I just couldn't bring myself to go to mass. I, I couldn't put myself through it. But finally, the last mass offered in the city, Sunday evening, 5.30. It wasn't at my regular parish. I thought, 5.30 will be safe. Nope. All the moms were asked to stand. And I cried. Still, after all these years, the healing work I have done, my faith that I know I am where God wants me to be, I still cried. And I hate the idea of feeling shame and sadness in church, especially for something that is out of our control. Okay, I'm going to say something, and this is probably going to upset a few people, but it's true, and... I know for a fact that I am not alone in my opinion here. Here it is. Mother's Day is a Hallmark holiday, not a liturgical one. There, I said it. Unless we're fully, fully honoring Mary on Mother's Day Mass and no one else aside from God and Jesus, I don't think we should incorporate into the Mass. Sorry. I'm Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I truly believe this, that when they have moms stand, it's so isolating. The flower handout, give one to all women, not just the moms. Otherwise, it creates a visual of the haves and haves-nots. Yes, we should honor our mothers, but not at the expense of excluding the other half of your congregation that are left sitting there alone, awkward, because all they feel in that moment is shame and sadness. They see what they are not and may never be. I recently read a 2019 article published in America Magazine, written by a woman named Haley Stewart. It's titled, What Not to Do During Mother's Day Mass. What I found especially interesting about this article is that Haley is a mom of four. And she wrote, With one in four pregnancies ending in a miscarriage, the church is full of grieving women. Do we need to add to their pain as they come to faithfully fulfill their Sunday obligation and find solace in the Blessed Sacrament? And perhaps more to the point is the Mass is a place to give special acknowledgments to anyone save God, Our Lady and the Saints. While it is the priest's job to offer the sacraments, it is not his job to make Mother's Day special. The Mass is offered so that we may give proper worship to God and receive our Lord in the Eucharist. Why do we feel the need to bring secular holidays originating in the 20th century into the sanctuary at all? Amen, Haley. Amen. Another article I recently read, also published in America, written by author Kaya Oaks. It's titled, How the Women of the Bible Helped Me Reimagine My Barrenness. She opens the article with this paragraph. A few years ago, I was at a Sunday Mass at a church where a friend was serving as a deacon. It was Mother's Day, and at the end of the service, every woman in the congregation who was a mother was asked to come forward to receive a flower. Roses, I think, read once. As women filtered out of the pews around me and the priest smiled and waved them forward, I remained seated, sharing an embarrassed smile with the woman next to me. It was really nobody's business that we did not have children, but now everyone around us knew. I'm stoic by nature and do not cry easily, but shame welled up inside of me, and so did a burst of unexpected tears. Embarrassed, I gathered my things and left. I know this feeling well. 
and I know many other women, single, married, infertile, missing a little one, that shame and sadness wells up. And Kaya is right. Kaya, sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, but she's right. Unless you want to share your story, which I do encourage people to do, but if you're not there yet, or maybe never want to, going to be there, it's no one's business if you have kids or not, and it's not their business why. And you should never be made to feel shame and sorrow at mass for not having a child or for having lost a child. But very often, that is exactly what Mother's Day Mass can bring. Now, I'm not going to just harp on Mother's Day Mass. The entire day is a giant minefield for the infertile, the barren, the single, those that lost little ones, and you never know when or where you might step on a bomb. I was at the grocery store a few years ago, and I was alone, and I think I had some awesome combination in my cart of a case of White Claw, bag of chocolates, and cat litter, and the clerk said, Happy Mother's Day. And I just wanted to be like, first of all, buddy, read the room. And oh, by the way, I'm barren, but you have a great day too. Now, I didn't say that. I wanted to, but I didn't. And I know I just did a podcast on spiritual motherhood, which I find to be a great and profound comfort, deep meaning. But as I said last week, and will always say, it still stings. This will always sting, but never more so than on Mother's Day. A day you are reminded from sun up to sundown of your status. A day when all you want to do is cry and feel sorry for yourself, but instead you have to show up for everyone else around you and act like it's no big thing. A day when around every corner is a well-meaning individual waiting to hand you a flower and tell you Happy Mother's Day. A day when every store, restaurant, and church is dropping bombs that you have to navigate Mother's Day is the hardest day of the year. There are so many challenges on this journey, but Mother's Day, it's intense. You're aching, feeling sad and full of shame, guilt, and envy, fighting back tears all day long, all while trying to be present for the mothers around you. I never want to take anything away from my mom, my mother-in-law, my sisters-in-law, My friends, I never want to not honor people in my life, all women that have children. But that doesn't make Mother's Day any easier. Mother's Day is the hardest day of the year. And it is a day filled with guilt because you feel terrible for not being fully present for the moms around you. That you're dying inside. Longing for the child you lost or the child you long to conceive. Mother's Day is the hardest day of the year. Now, I can't, nor can you, expect anyone else to be aware of this challenge, probably because we never voiced them. I got to a point where Mother's Day activities were borderline non-negotiable for me. Sitting through a Mother's Day brunch, I would rather have somebody punch me in the face. Hard. At least I would know that that pain would end. And the alternative of drowning my ache in mimosas while appealing, doesn't really serve anyone, especially not me. Now, I will not downplay how hard this day is, but we also need to seek a place where we can find solace. This podcast is about grieving well and forward healing. So, a few things that you can do. First and foremost, do not 
be a hero. It's not your job or responsibility to make others feel special on that day. Let other people do that, and they will. With the possible exception of your own mother, and of course Our Lady, you do not have to rise to the occasion to do anything. Let someone else handle it. Ask someone else to handle it. As women, we think these brunches, events, etc. fall on our shoulders. No, ladies, they don't, especially the married women. Your husbands can help that day. You just need to tell them. Ask your siblings, your father, aunts, uncles, someone other than you can arrange festivities for the moms in your life should that be required. You cannot fake your way into healing. You cannot organize a party plan and I'm fine your way into healing. Let someone else carry this one. Next, please, 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 please stay off social media. I know the temptation. I call it emotional cutting. I have done it, been addicted to it, and weaned myself off of it. Don't do it. Staring at other people's posts will only make you sad, feel guilty, feel shame, envy, and sadness. Stay off social media that day. Keep the TV off. Limit your exposures and try to build a safe passage through the minefield. Don't add your own bombs to the equation. Okay. Now, with all that said, a little Catholic lens time for some forward healing action. To those of you who will be suffering in silence, who will be choking back tears in the pew on Mother's Day, you are seen and you are loved. You are seen and loved by your community of fellow women grieving their own loss. And you are seen and loved by our Blessed Mother. And you are seen and loved by our Merciful Father. You may not feel it on Mother's Day, but it is true that day more than ever. Offer your pain to our Father and pray to our Blessed Mother for intercession, for peace of heart, and peace in knowing God's plan and timing for you is special and intentional. Be kind to yourself that day. God made us for love, and on challenging days like this, it is more important than ever to remember that we were made for love. Part of that love is to love yourself. God does not want us to belittle, shame, doubt, or blame ourselves for our grief. He wants us to love ourselves and honor ourselves as we were made in His image and likeness, and He is love. That might sound like a lot of flowery religious platitudes or lazy advice in the midst of our pain, but it doesn't make it any less true. Pray for an increased awareness of that love. Pray for the knowledge that you are whole and he has a great plan for you and your loss and suffering is not for naught. Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, saves those whose spirit is crushed. And we are all brokenhearted with a crushed spirit on that Sunday. But he sees you and he loves you and he will heal heal your heart. My prayer for you through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, to Saints Anne and Joachim, Gerard, Rita, Joseph, Gianna, Anthony of Padua, Philomena, Jude, Elizabeth, Hannah, Perpetua, and the Archangel Gabriel is that you find peace and comfort this Mother's Day 
that you hold your head up and your heart out. Be open to peace and healing. Be open to saying, today is really hard and I need help. Say it to God and say it to your neighbor and family. Say it to the stranger sitting next to you at Mass. And you should go to Mass on Mother's Day. I've had many women tell me that they just can't go on Mother's Day because it's too hard. I get it. I 110% get it. I've been there, and I'm still there. Often, I don't go on Mother's Day Sunday either. I go to the vigil on Saturday because it's just a little less hard. And when we're navigating this grief, any small amount of relief is welcomed. But I urge you to go to Mass. If your eyes fill with tears and your shoulders begin to shake, let it happen. Let the tears be cleansing consolation from God. We should not fear vulnerability. We should not let others we should not fear to let others see that we are struggling. Let them comfort you. If you can't bear your heart in the house of God, where can you? I pray that on this Mother's Day, you rest with Our Lady and entrust her to carry you that day. Trust you will see your little ones again, and until then, they are safe under the mantle of Mary. Trust that God's timing for you is perfect, and His plans for you are great. I hope this episode brings you some forward healing. I pray for each of you, your peace of heart, and your intentions on this upcoming Mother's Day. And it is a hard day, but you can make it through. You can make it through by trusting God and trusting the other women in your life and the other people in your life that love you. I hope you join me next week as we continue to journey together through forward healing. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us.